Today, we have a story time of a spoiled brat that when he's told no, he has a complete mental breakdown and freaks out, and it's pretty funny. So yeah, sit back, relax, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, and let's get right into it. So this is a subscriber story, and if you want to send one in, uh, join the Discord server. It is linked in the description. Anyways, right, we're going to call this subscriber Sam. I get all the names from the comment section, as always. Anyways, right, Sam, so he was in 8th grade at this point. And anyways, right, at Sam's school, there was kind of like a guy coming in from a, you know, an not an investment bank, but kind of like a dude that came in who, like, managed stocks or something. He might have been like a wealth manager or something like that. But anyways, right, he was coming in that day to kind of like talk to the kids about like future career paths if they wanted to go into finance, but also just kind of like advice in general because he was overall kind of like deemed as successful. And he also went to the school many years back. So the, you know, the school asked him if he could come in one day and kind of hold like a seminar type thing just to answer questions, talk about his job, etc. And also just to encourage kids to do well in their, you know, their kind of like later stages of middle school uh, because, you know, that definitely affects what job you have. No, actually try in middle school, guys. Try in high school. Try in college. If you try, you'll do okay. But anyways, right, that was kind of the whole idea of this event. And, you know, Sam was somewhat interested, but, you know, it was a required event, so it didn't really matter if Sam was interested or not. What really mattered was the fact that he had to go. So Sam was like, you know, Sam was, you know, interested. He was open-minded when it came to this event. But anyways, right, before the event, you know, there was, you know, lunch. It was kind of like a lunch break, and then this kind of like period of like an hour or two where... Everyone in eighth grade had class time off so they could go to this event and, you know, sit there and ask questions, whatever. But during, you know, lunch, he sat down and he sat down with his usual group of friends. But there's also some other people they didn't normally talk to, including this one kid who we're going to call Josh. Anyways, right, Josh was kind of known as kind of like the, the, the spoiled jerk type kid who was always kind of like kind of like a jerk, uh, but was also, uh, look, here's the thing. Your parents do well. There's nothing against you, right? They did well. You know, it's it's out of your control, right? You did not influence that in the uterus, so it's, like, nothing against you, but also, like, nothing for you. Like, it doesn't make you better, it doesn't make you worse or anything like that. But, you know, the reason behind Josh being such a jerk was, you know, his dad was, you know, pretty, you know, pretty successful. He was at, you know, he was at one of these investment-type firms, and, you know, you know, Josh was, like, interested in, you know, making lots of money, making that bread, you know? And the night before this event, right, you know, the night before this event, Josh happened to watch the Wolf of Wall Street, that movie, which is a, it's a solid movie, man. There's the one scene that I think is kind of like a, uh, awakening experience for every man. If you know what that scene is, you know what that scene is. But anyways, right, uh, basically that, that movie, if you don't know what it is, it follows the life of this guy who's, like, on Wall Street and is, like, selling stocks to people. However, he does it illegitimately and eventually gets caught. But it definitely does glorify the whole Wall Street life, which, from what I've seen from interviews and, like, actual, you know, people talking about their day-to-day -day as an investment banker or consulting. It's very different from that, or at least if it was like that in the 80s, it is no longer like that now. But anyways, right, Josh had seen that movie, you know, the night before. And he instantly knew after seeing The Wolf of Wall Street that he wanted to be a big banker guy. And for some reason, right, he also just assumed that he was the greatest stock guy in the world, even though he just saw the movie The Wolf of Wall Street, like, the night before, but for some reason, he just, like, had a feeling that he was the greatest investor of all time. It, trying to be like Warren Buffett or something. I don't even know. But anyways, right, he comes into lunch that day, and the subscriber Sam is sitting there at the table with his, you know, his other friends. And then Josh, you know, just starts to speak about how 
he, you know, he realizes that, you know, he wants to do what the guy who's coming in, you know, the guy who's coming in, he wants to do that when he grows up. And everyone's like, oh, cool. So you'll get a lot from this. But then Josh goes on to say that he is actually convinced that, you know, he is may, might be one of the greatest investors of all time. Yes. This kid who just watched The Wolf of Wall Street like 12 hours ago or eight hours ago. He's now the greatest investor of all time. He said he woke up like the, the night before he was like. Google stock's going to go up. And he checked the next day and Google was up like half a percent. So like that's, that's, that's his proof that he was like a genius and definitely not just randomly chose correctly. But anyways, right, you know, he said like, guys, listen. And, you know, Sam and, you know, Sam the subscriber and his friends were like, all right, what do you have to tell us? And Josh says, hey, I'm going to wow this guy so much that by the end of this, by the end of the day, he's going to give me a summer internship. And Sam kind of looked at him like, can you even can you even get one of those? And that Sam asked him, like, hey, can you even like get a summer internship? I'm pretty sure those are more or less reserved for late of high, like late end of high school or even college students. And Sam, and Josh goes up to him and just says, just wait and see, man. Maybe that's like for the typical kid who comes in, but by the end of the day, like, dude, you're gonna see. And uh, Sam's like, all right, man, sure. Best of luck. Real quick, the rest of the story gets pretty interesting, so I'm just gonna have the special word of the day. I know I've been doing it pretty early, but you know, I just like having it. I also don't like interrupting the flow. So anyways, right, if you made it this far into the video, comment spoiled down below. I'm gonna filter the comments by that special word, so I'll try and heart as many of those as I can. But I'm pretty busy right now, so I can't guarantee a heart, but there's a decent chance you'll get one. So yeah, go ahead and do that. And uh, things are about to get interesting. Anyways, right, so lunch is over, and Sam, his friends, as well as Josh, they all go to kind of like the career... It's not a career fair, because it's one guy coming. But they go to the presentation, they all sit down, and the first part of the whole event was just, you know, the guy, you know, just talking about his job, talking about what he does, talking about how it was important to do well in school to get his job, including, like, doing well in, like, their high school, middle school... To oh, they're in middle school at this point, right? Eighth grade. It's like the last year in, high in middle school, but still, they're in middle school, and he's like, yeah... All your grades are important, like maybe these won't be looked at really closely when it comes to college applications, but it's all about momentum, and especially in math, there's fundamentals, which by the way, man, just pay attention in math. If you ever want to do something like STEMI later on, pay attention to math early on. It's the, it's the, one of the pieces of school advice I can give you. Pay attention to math. It it, it, it builds on itself. It, it's hard because like I have a lot of like gaps in my math knowledge, and it's very frustrating. Anyways, back to the story, right? So this guy's basically explaining like, oh, this is what I do. You should do well. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna open up the next 20 minutes for questions. And some people ask some more like basic questions, like, I don't know, what's your favorite part about your job, like. Did you know you wanted to do this when you're in school? And the guy said, no, I thought I wanted to be an astronaut when I was your age. And people kind of laughed a little bit. Like, they were just very normal interview questions. Or not normal interview, but, like, standard questions that if someone came to, like, your school to talk about your job. And especially when you're in a grade where you're not really going to enter the workforce anytime soon. Such as when you're in eighth grade, you're probably not going to, like, that summer become an investment banker or something and run J.P. Morgan. It's just probably not going to happen, right? So the questions you're going to ask this guy are going to be a lot more like, what's your favorite thing to do in your free time? Do you like your job, etc.? But then all of a sudden, right, because it's kind of like there's, like, a microphone and there's a line. So Josh has been waiting this line for, like, a little bit. And they're about 10 minutes into the 20-minute question period. And eventually, it's Josh's turn to shine. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call this shining, but it's, uh, 
his turn to draw the most attention, I guess. So Josh goes up there, he goes up to the microphone, he's like, hello, Mr. I don't know. We're gonna call him Mr. Bank, because money. I don't know. Hello, Mr. Bank. It's good to meet you. My name is Josh, and he says his last name. I'm just not that creative. My name is Josh, last name. And I think that you have an internship spot available for me. Like, going off super cocky and confident. And Mr. Bank kind of, like, laughed a little bit because he was taken off guard. He's like, hey, Josh, like, very nice to meet you. I'm excited that you are interested in this industry. It's a great industry. But, you know, unfortunately, we really only look at college kids for internships. And Josh is like, I thought you'd say that. You won't be thinking that by the time I'm done. And uh, Mr. Bank is like what is this kid going on about? Kind of turns to like the teacher and the teacher kind of gives him this look of like, dude, I have no idea, bro. And Josh is like, I think I might be one of the greatest stock pickers in the world. Just like the guy from Wolf on Wall Street. And, uh, you know, Mr. Bank was like, you mean Wolf of Wall Street? He's like, yeah, yeah, same thing. Wolf on Wall Street. I might be the greatest stock picker of all time. Mr. Bank says, I mean, Jordan Belfort, the, you know, the man portrayed in that movie, you know, uh, you know, he did scam many people and went to jail. And also that movie is not an accurate representation of the current culture on Wall Street today. And uh, at this point, Josh is just ignoring that. He's like, anyways, you'll understand what I mean in just a second. Last night, I said to myself, after doing some deep, deep analysis, and by deep analysis, he means nothing, right? I predicted that Google stock would rise. And I checked this morning, and it was up 0.5%. Mr. Bank took out his phone, looked at Google stock. He's like, okay, it went up in, you know, in the beginning of the day, but it's actually down 0.2% now. And uh, Josh is like, that doesn't matter. I still predicted it. And Mr. Bank is like, just, you know, because you can predict one thing randomly going up or down doesn't necessarily, you know, make you a stock picker. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, advance in this career path, but, you know, if there's, re- I, there's actually quite a few resources I can give you, Josh, like if you're really interested in this career path, like there's a lot of free online resources that'll get you a good foundation for when, you know, when you're in college and it's appropriate to try and apply for an internship, you could actually have a possibility. And at this point, Josh is starting to realize that, Mr. Bank is saying no to him. And let me just say that that is something that Josh does not hear often, if ever. And at this point, Josh is starting to, like, fall into denial. He's like, so I got the internship. He's like, that, that's great. That's great to hear. And Mr. Bank's like, Josh, no, I mean, it, it's nothing against you personally. Like, trust me, like, I'm sure you're a smart kid, and it's, it's very cool that you're interested in this. It's just we, we can't hire someone in eighth grade, Josh. You have to understand. At this point, right, the teachers were kind of looking at each other because jo- this whole thing was going down publicly when, you know, Josh is standing there in a line with a microphone with quite a few kids behind him, and the time is starting to run out. And one of the teachers, like, looks at Josh and says, hey, like, uh, we, got, we got to keep the questions moving. Like, is there anything else you'd like to say? And was there anything else Josh wanted to say? Spoiler, there was. So Josh was at the microphone. He was, like, visibly upset at this point. And he was like, Mr. Bank, you don't understand what you just did. And at this point, the teacher's like, oh, boy. So the teacher starts walking in to try and, like, remove Josh. But Josh was able to get in a few more words. He was like, my dad works at what other firm? And I know that, like, people in the industry talk to each other. And he, you're going to be, you're going to wake up tomorrow. You're, you're, you're going to wake up tomorrow, man. And you're, you're, you're going to be fired. You're going to wait. You're, you're going to, and at this point, like, Josh was just cracking. He was like, I'm going to make sure my dad fires you and mr bank is like uh kid like 
I know the firm that your dad works at, since you just said it. We, we, we're actually competitors. I don't know why I'd be fired. He's like, he, he can do it. You'll see. You'll be. And at this point, like, the teacher goes up to Josh and, like, kind of, like, grabs him and starts dragging him away. And Josh still has the microphone for a few more seconds and says, this is the biggest mistake you've ever made in your life. Tomorrow, you're going to wake up. You're going to find out that you're fired. You're going to have to go back home and tell your, your wife and, and your kids that they're going to have to starve and your wife is going to have to do special work to just pay for and at this point like the teacher's like bro you're you're done you're done bro you're done takes the microphone drags him out harder and is like josh is still like screaming at this point like as he's being dragged out and everyone else in line who's standing waiting for a question is just has the most awkward face ever just like and the entire auditorium is just completely silent so then the next kid in line is handed the microphone and mr bank is like uh, can you top that question? And, you know, obviously everyone kind of laughs because it was a little tense for a second.